Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's time to take a trip with Lisa around the Nutmeg State. Here's what happened this week in Connecticut. The Lisa Wexler Show. And welcome to Connecticut Punch this week's. We may be a small state, but you know, we punch above our weight. So what happened this week in the land of steady habits? Well, carrying loaded guns into our local airports is getting to be a thing, although it's not a thing anybody would recommend. This week, the TSA reported a record number of undeclared guns detected at six New England airports in 2022, five found during security screenings at Bradley Airport in Hartford alone in 2022. And this week, a Greenwich woman was arrested after she brought a loaded handgun to a security checkpoint. We don't know this woman's name. The TSA doesn't release names. This woman wasn't actually traveling, but she was accompanying her child to the gate. The gun was discovered at JFK Airport. An x-ray machine alerted TSA officers to the gun as the woman entered the security area. It was a 22 caliber gun loaded with nine bullets, including one in the chamber, said the TSA in a news release. And because three stories on the same topic makes a trend, a Southbury man was also arrested this week after a loaded handgun was found Monday in his carry-on bag at Westchester County Airport. According to Lisa Farbstein, TSA spokesperson, seven bullets were found in a 45 caliber handgun at a security checkpoint, also when an x-ray machine alerted them to an item that needed closer inspection. A Westchester County police officer removed the gun and arrested the man on weapons charges. Traveling with a loaded gun onto an airplane is a serious crime and incurs a penalty of up to $15,000. Eversource continues to be in the news, doubling the pay for its own CEO as skyrocketing electric bills hit customers in Connecticut. Eversource doubled the pay for its rookie CEO last year even as other senior executives were absorbing pay cuts. In Joe Nolan Jr.'s first full year as CEO in 2022, Eversource profits hit a record $1.4 billion last year across CLMP and other electric, gas, and water businesses in Connecticut and Massachusetts, including Aquarian, the water business here in Connecticut. CLMP, which is Connecticut Light and Power Operations, contributed $533 million to Eversource's profits up $131 million from 2021 when the company reached a settlement with Connecticut officials over its response to the 2020 storm, Isaias, you may remember it. Eversource estimated that Nolan earned last year nearly $13 million, including the value of stock at the assumed rates of appreciation in the years to come. If those assumptions hold, Nolan would double his take-home pay from 2021 and make about $4 million than his predecessor. 
In the meantime, the legislative sessions, including energy and technology committees, are meeting to discuss how they change the rules of the game in terms of looking at the entire structure of how we regulate our electrical providers here in Connecticut. The CDC issued a new report that says teenage girls are caught in an extreme wave of sadness and violence with an overwhelming level of trauma and sexual violence never before seen or recorded in the United States. Sexual attacks and other traumatic experiences have led to an unprecedented level of hopelessness and suicidal thoughts among America's young women. And results show that nearly three in five teenage girls, 57%, said they felt persistently sad or hopeless, the highest rate in a decade. 30% said they have seriously considered dying by suicide, a percentage that has risen by nearly 60% over the last 10 years. The survey includes responses from over 17,000 U.S. high school students. And particularly at risk are young people who identify as LBGTQ or anything other than heterosexual. We had Robin McHalen on the show this week, a recognized expert in gender identity issues, and she believes that the single most important factor in decreasing the risk of depression and suicide is family support. Caitlin Ryan is a researcher who did a lot of work on family behaviors, behaviors that increase risk and behaviors that decrease risk. And so we have a list of 100 behaviors that increase risk. So let's look at these behaviors and which of these would you be willing to give up? Right? Like, so we could just stop calling them a fag every day. Right. That would reduce. Um, could you let their friends come over? Could you, um, even if you're uncomfortable with it, could you let them talk about their lives? Those are small changes that make a huge difference um, in, on the impact on, on kids' risk factors. Have you seen your crocuses yet? It looks like daffodils may be just around the corner. Parts of the south and southeast are seeing their earliest spring on record this year, with leaves already budding on trees as many as three weeks early. Here in the northeast, much of our early spring has to do with the warmest start to the year on record, the early bloom most likely expanding into our area in the weeks ahead. Here in Fairfield County, we've had hardly any snow at all. Housing changes proposed from Hartford in this year's legislative session continue to pack the news. Governor Lamont announcing a bucket of money to go towards creating affordable housing, including $200 million to expand the state's workforce development housing to provide 2,000 units of housing to those with a household income between 60 and 120 percent of their area's median household income. Another $200 million would go towards the estate's affordable housing program. And this would deposit $100 million to the state's housing trust fund that would award loans and grants to those providing affordable housing. The proposed dollars would prioritize housing with multiple units situated downtown in areas close to transportation. Governor Lamont is also proposing $100 million for the state's time-to-own program, helping low- and moderate-income families cover down payments. State officials expect those proposed funds to help residents purchase over 1,200 homes annually. And for those who rent, Governor Lamont proposed House Bill 6666, which would limit security deposits to one month, raise fines against landlords for housing code violations by 300%, and prohibit some landlords from discriminating based on sexual orientation. There are a bunch of bills coming from the legislature as well with respect to controlling zoning decisions by Hartford. We had Alexis Harrison and Maria Weingarten on, founders of CT169Strong.org, to discuss the potential impact of some of these bills. 
bills. I mean, I would say, you know, Hartford legislators and lobbyists, housing advocates are really doubling down on, on really bad housing policies that would impact Connecticut. They would really impact our coastal communities like Fairfield, like Westport, Darien, and, and so forth. Um, and we're seeing a lot of uh, bills that are positioned as bills that would help create affordable housing in Connecticut. However, they're really doubling down on density in our communities. UConn students got on big coach buses this week to protest massive budget cuts to the university. They were supported by faculty as well as the leader of the university, President Radenka Marek, who claimed that the government was radically defunding essential programs. According to Governor Lamont, however, the problem is their conclusions are untrue. Governor Lamont claims that the only budget cuts are coming from the one-time COVID funding supplied by the federal government, which no longer exists. Not that the government doesn't exist, but the funding doesn't exist. Governor Lamont says the Connecticut state budget has not made any cuts at all. Some legislators wondered aloud about the fancy coach buses making their way to the Capitol, exactly who was paying for those. In the last month, there were two separate cases of women who had protective orders against their partners in our area, and yet each of them were killed by the partner. There's actually a third that was reported just this morning in Brooklyn, Connecticut. Julie Minogue of Milford and Tracy Marie Jones of Bethel each lost their lives. And also in the news this week was the jury verdict and judge sentencing of a man who had punched his partner violently in the face while driving on the Merritt Parkway in the presence of a six-year-old who told DCF that she heard him threaten to kill them both. The man was sentenced to five years in jail, but the notable piece was that the victim testified for leniency. The Lisa Wexler Show continues to focus on this issue, causes, and solutions. We interviewed Lieutenant Jillian Cabana, who was in charge of domestic violence for the town of Westport, about what the process is, how it can be improved. And we specifically asked her whether the persons subject to protective orders were notified that the police knew there was such an order out there against them. Here's a little bit from that interview. At the end of the day, I agree, it's a piece of paper. Um, so they would just, every time they violate it, they'll get arrested. Um, uh, preventive, we flag the address in our system. But, and then victim- but do you approach the person and say to the person, we know there is a restraining order against you, and we are watching you. And if we get a report of a violation, we are arresting you. I mean, I think a lot of that is covered with victim services at court. Um, and safety planning done with them. I mean, I think that's an area where we could improve for sure. In the world of arts and culture, there's much to do in our area this weekend. The Sacred Heart University Theater in Fairfield will be hosting sisters Anne Hampton Calloway and Liz Calloway on Saturday night. Anne Hampton Calloway recalled how she came to write Barbara Streisand's wedding song for her marriage to James Brolin. I wrote her wedding song, and she received it the day of her wedding. She asked, she wanted me to send her the song that I'd written her, and I just sent the recording of me singing it, and she wanted me to have TV tracks for her. Fortunately, the man, Jane Landers, who was her, you know, A&R guy, just an amazing human being, was able to magically get those TV tracks audio faxed back in the day, and she sang that to James Brolin. So in a sense, I was there. And we're going to wrap it up with a, a fun conversation with Annabella Lewin, who joins us this week, the Wall Street Theater, having an evening full of 80s pop culture in early March. Remember this one? This one, I want candy. That's my motto a lot of the time. Totally. Hope you enjoy your President's Day weekend. Get out there, get walking, get hiking. This has been our Connecticut Punch wrap-up. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at Lisa at LisaWexler.com.